0: Welcome to Gray Awakenings, a podcast covering the gray areas of life. Hello, hello. Hello.
1: Hey.
2: Hello.
0: So my name is Hannah Gray. Uh, My pronouns are they and she. And my fun fact of the day is I'm really excited for fall. Sorry about it, (laughs) y'all.
3: Don't be sorry. I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) Uh, The weather this weekend has been amazing in New York. It's been great.
4: And my name is Adrian Gray. And my pronouns are he, him. My fun fact for the day is I might be driving a school bus soon. Hey, nice. Oh, like the most—the one thing that I'm like most excited about with driving the bus is our little nephew who's two loves buses.
1: Oh, okay. So I'll be like, like yo,
4: Bowden, I drive a bus. What's up?
0: <laughs>
3: I thought you were going to tell us that he was going to school and I'm like, He's Not two. Yeah, no. He's he, like, loves busses. So Adrian's,
0: like, the other day talking about, like, getting this job. He's, like, Bowden's going to think I'm so cool. <laughs> yes. I'm, like, like only <laughs> reason you're getting that job.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's great. Uh, I'm Amanda Drew. My pronouns are she and they. And my fun fact of the day is that I've been up since 5 a.m. with my toddler. Yay. I, d- I don't know if that's fun, but, like, it's
2: fun. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike Drew. My pronouns are he slash him, and I made the intro music to this podcast.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah. What up? Awesome. Um, and you two are obviously married. Oh, yeah.
3: Mike and I are married. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is Mike. <laughs> this is the one that you always talk about.
3: <laughs> always.
0: Always. <laughs> like every episode, every second.
2: Yeah, the better half.
0: Oh. oh <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs>
2: I'm also very sarcastic, so if anyone listening doesn't know me, I'm sorry in advance.
3: <laughs> Just prepare everyone. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
0: So I'm pretty excited. We've been wanting to do this podcast for a long time, but because yeah. you have a three-year-old, it's been kind of hard to figure out like when yeah. we can do it. So finally, during nap time, we're like, here we go. Get it done. So pumped. So we are going to be talking about polyamory today and ethical non-monogamy. Yay! I'm so excited. So happy. So, um, yeah. I'm pumped. What?
4: <laughs> Amanda's yelling at Mike. Like, you always yell at me I when whispered. I talk with I whispered. I whispered. You whispered. yelled. <laughs> no
3: one can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Like, literally. <laughs> talking to the
0: mic. You can't. Um, so... Let's talk about what polyamory is, ethical non-monogamy, and I'm going to turn it over to you, Amanda, on the spot, Okay. I feel like you are really good at this stuff. Uh, I'm pretty well-versed yeah. by now. <laughs> so do you want to uh, take the reins?
3: Yeah. So, um, I want to talk about ethical non-monogamy first, just because sure. that's kind of like a blanket term. Yeah. Um, so, ethical non-monogamy is any time that there's more than two people involved in a relationship. Um, so, this is like any sort of like romantic or sexual relationship like yeah you might have like a triplet with your best friends like that's different um so uh ethical non-monogamy allows for any sort of variation from monogamy which is just when two people are in a relationship and they're committed to each other and only each other yeah so this is how like most of society functions um and then polyamory falls under the blanket term of ethical non-monogamy. And polyamory literally means many loves. Like if you were to break down, like poly is many. And then amory is love. So literally, a little, little like Latin or Greek or something. I don't know. So
4: It's like, fr- it's actually like amar, um, like French. Yeah, yeah. For the oh. That's the word for love in French.
3: Yeah. yeah. I would, I think that it's also italian is it italian amores probably a lot of yeah, yeah. probably i'm sure pretty universal all of the love languages yeah Yeah. um so polyamory means many loves so this is any time that like uh that you're in an ethical non-monogamous relationship that is a little bit more centered on like romantic relationships and not just sexual relationships Did, do you want to add anything
2: mike I guess it comes along the lines of open versus poly. Like, open's more about sex, where polyamory is more about relationships with other people other than your partner.
3: Cool. And there, I th- I also think that there's a lot of overlap between, like, ethical, like, open relationships and polyamory, too. So, like, it gets a little blurry, but, like, everyone's different... And everyone's relationship is different. Just like everyone's like monogamous relationship is different. Just like, like anything
0: we've ever talked about anything in this episode. Ev- like uh, anything that we've ever
3: talked about ever in any episode. Yeah. <laughs> because like
0: at the end of the day, like these are all like, s- so just because you're a part of a community doesn't mean that you, it's like a cookie cutter thing. Like everyone is so diverse regardless of being under that same umbrella. Like everyone's experiences are different.
2: We live
3: in a society.
0: Literally. <laughs> yeah.
3: We don't like boxes. No. Boxes oh, no. need to be burned down. <laughs> Burn the box. Yeah. Oh.
0: It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so we just defined ethical non-monogamy, um, a little bit of polyamory and then kind of the difference between like open relationships versus poly/ethical non-monogamy. Right. Yeah. So is ethical and non-monogamy the term, like that phrase, is that like, can that be interchangeable with polyamory or is it something that's completely different?
3: No, I would say that it can be interchanged with polyamory. Um, Just that like, it's like saying, um, it's like saying, oh, I am non-binary. That falls under the trans umbrella. So like. That's ethical mono- non monogamy is like your trans umbrella, and then polyamory is um, yeah, identity un- non binary. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's also ethical because it
2: involves not cheating and being honest with each other I- in the relationship. Yeah. Versus, it was ethical that would be cheating.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And like, so like an open relationship, I guess that would be more like for just for sex or like. I don't know. Not necessarily. Um,
3: it just means that it's not necessarily defined by uh, having a romantic relationship. Whereas, like, I'm I'm very much poly. Like, I need to have some sort of like emotional connection with people. Um, I can't have like hookups. It just doesn't work out for me. Yeah. So, um, so like when I practice ethical non-monogamy it's very much like I'm looking for something that's going to stick around a little bit and something where I'm going to feel validated as a person. Um, and I'm looking for like some sort of romantic encounter. Okay. But, and I guess like, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, you keep going. I was going to say just like, if I, like, if you're open, you don't necessarily need those things.
0: Yeah. You know. That makes sense. It's like less attached almost. Yeah. yeah. Or
3: like maybe you're more willing to like have hookups. Yeah. And that's cool. And you can be poly and do the same thing. Yeah. It's just however you identify.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so, I'm, I mean, we're going to be continuously talking about these two words this entire episode. But like maybe we should define what monogamy is so people can kind of like figure that out. Difference. different
3: i mean okay yeah no i mean that's that's totally fine um so monogamy i mean like i said earlier monogamy is when um there's a relationship between two people so usually like um sexual or romantic and that those two people are the only two people involved in that relationship okay so like um a
0: closed relationship
3: Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, with two partners who are committed to each other and only each other, and they don't have sex with anyone else outside of the relationship, they don't date outside of the relationship. Um, most of the time, that means that you don't flirt outside of the relationship, um, or that you show, like, any sign of infidelity, whatever that means within the boundaries of, like, your relationship. Um, So monogamy is just two people committed to each other alone. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So I'm kind of curious of your both, Amanda and Mike, your experience, your poly story, your ethical non-monogamy story, and like how it started, how it started, (laughs) Um, and like all that stuff, and like kind of your experience with it.
2: I think we've been probably what about four years now? Yeah, four years. About four years. Yeah, it was something we just started talking about together.
3: Yeah, um I we actually opened up I remember we opened up on my birthday about four years ago. So we're coming right up to that like that mark. But we'd probably have been talking about opening up our relationship in some way for like
2: three or four months? I think so. We didn't have, like, a word for it, whether we wanted to have, like, if it was sexual, like a threesome or something like that.
3: Yeah. Or if we wanted to just start sleeping with other people. Yeah. Or if, um, whatever. It did start out as much, very much like, this is about sex. And, like, that was okay. Yeah. You know? So we, we've we evolved a little bit. Yeah. But, um, I think I, I, w- I was the first person who brought it up. Yes. Yeah. And, like, usually when people ask, like, how we got started, they're, like, shocked to find out that I was the one who brought it up. Like, no way. (laughs) Right. Because, like, oh, my gosh, you're the woman, though. Like, you're the woman in this relationship, and you're supposed to not like those things. So it was very much like um, it's a shock whenever we talk to people about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. but I, I had I'd honestly been talking to a friend who lived in the UK. So, like, there was no, I d- like, I, c- n- I couldn't even, if I tried, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, like, I couldn't have sex with that person if I tried. But I started realizing that I was, like, sexually attracted to this person. And so, when I talked to Mike about it, that was, like, the first time that we kind of, like, dis- actually openly discussed the idea that, like, we can have feelings for other people and it does not dilute my love for you.
2: Yeah, we still love each other the same. Yeah. We still do. Yeah. I think being poly, being open, we've loved each other a lot more. So we're more open with each other. Yeah. We communicate a lot more. Yeah. yeah. And
3: better. We communicate better as well. You know That's what true. I mean? Like it's a different thing to like talk to each other about like Okay, so because <laughs> when you're in monogamy, you're not supposed to tell your partner that you think that the waitress is hot. Like you're not supposed to do that, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's part of like yeah, like the culture of monogamy, you know. Like how dare
2: you look at that person like that? Yes, you're mine.
3: Or like some in some monogamous relationships, yes, like owning a person is like a very big thing in monogamy, and it's just the idea that like you guys are together, he is yours and she is yours and or they are yours or whatever and And it's um, no like people don't own each other we're individual people so like we can have whatever feelings whatever feelings we we feel and they don't have to be uh rooted in like jealousy and they don't have to be rooted in like cheating you know what i mean or
2: it's not toxic the way we speak to each other yeah the way we think about things not saying every monogamous relationship is toxic because some people, it works just fine, you know? Yeah. People are married for years and years and years and they're happy being just with one person and that's fine. Yeah. You know?
3: I think as long as there's communication and love, that that's fine. For sure. You know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, so back to like the first time that we like talked about, um, like the first time that I brought up that I was having like sexual feelings towards someone else like, how did you feel? Because well, I, re- I remember.
2: Yeah. But I want you to. Well, first I was upset because I was jealous and insecure. Yeah. You know? But as time went on, we realized, we talked it through, and it wasn't, it wasn't that you thought less of me or loved me less, and that was a, something I had to struggle with at first, but that was my insecurity, you know? That's because that's what we were taught. Exactly. It's ingrained, ingrained in, in you. culture, too, you know? Yeah, it's ingrained in you from a child. Like, you love one person when you get married, and that's it, and you don't cheat on people even though we're not cheating, but to society, a lot of people think it is cheating.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people do think it's cheating. Um, yeah, I think it, I mean, it, we definitely talked about it for three or four months before we were like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then here are our rules. We did set rules um, we'll take like boundaries. Yeah. Rules. Well, we called them rules at the beginning. At the beginning, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. four years later, we look back and we're like, "Ugh, uh, rules, rules." <laughs> but, <like laughs> but back then, we did. We called them rules. These were our rules, yeah. and they were super simple. It was like um, we always talk to each other about who we want to sleep with. Yes. We uh, we don't have sleepovers because to us that was too personal at the time.
2: Um we had to think of the rules now because we're <laughs> so know. like just okay <laughs> with each other, we trust each other. It's like have fun. Oh, there was yeah. another
3: one that we won't ditch each other. Yes. You know what I mean? So the idea that like if I have a date with Mike, I have a date with Mike. And like not uh, no one else is going to be more important than that time with him. Um so it was very much based on like this like you're still my primary Person, you're yeah. s- you're still my person. um And then there was another one, but I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't think what it was either. Yeah, but I know that it was there. It'll pop up, and then we'll just bleh, word vomit later. I guess
2: being honest, if you're going to sleep with someone, let the person know that I might sleep with the person tonight. Like it's more more than just going on a date as friends. Yeah, you know.
3: Yeah, I think that's about it. I think so
2: too. For the rules, yeah.
3: Yeah then we haven't stopped.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> what about like telling the other person about like um, the feelings of jealousy? Like how did you communicate that?
2: Honestly, I would, we would just say that we're jealous about, you know, the person that they're seeing, but we would talk through why, why we're jealous. Yeah. Most of the jealousy I had was because I, I couldn't meet anyone. It was hard to find people to meet at first. While well, I was interested or they weren't, like my kind of person, or they weren't interested in me,
3: yeah, um, and I think that like every time that we have felt jealousy, it's been like like it sounds so it sounds so stupid to be like, we just say it, but we do, like if if um, uh, I can't even think of a of an example because we haven't experienced a whole lot of jealousy recently, um. But, like, if I was spending too much time with a partner or with, like, boyfriend, um, Mike would just come out and be like, I'm jealous of the amount of time. Like, if he's talking to someone and not paying enough attention to me, I'm like, hey, I'm a little jealous of the amount of time that you're spending with this person. And then we'd break down why. Because at the end of the day, like, jealousy is... A feeling that we have that is caused by an insecurity so like you're not jealous because your partner is talking to someone else you're insecure about whether or not that person is going to take your place or you're insecure because you need some sort of validation that you're not communicating with a partner and they're not giving it to you or or maybe you are communicating with a partner, and they're just not giving it to you. If that's the case, then fuck them. But like, <laughs> but okay, I'm not listening, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, but so we just we just communicate like openly, like, and it's the same thing when um when we have new partners, it's always like you come home and you say we had sex tonight, and that's the end yeah. of it. We don't have to tell details, but we have to know like we have to share those things with each other so we just we're very
0: open so um i guess like my first question for you all is like i don't know i feel like i want to know so much so like then ask i will um, ask away. So go for it i guess like um my my biggest kind of like i'm curious like if you two are excited for each other, like, when you meet new people, because, like, as a couple, like, Adrian and I are, like, opening ourselves up to potentially, or, I mean, we will, or, like, we, we both identify as, like, poly or ethical non-monogamous, um, but we, I mean, I have been scared <laughs> to, like, actually, like,
3: take the leap
0: yeah um because like we started in a poly relationship it was a very toxic one that i just don't even want to associate with that because i don't want it to be anything like that in the future and i'm sure you don't either adrian so it's like we like we've been recently talking about um like Just kind of delving in and like slowly processing like this new lifestyle. And I think like the biggest thing that we've been talking about is like we want to be excited for each other. Like we want to share our experiences. We don't want it to be this like scary thing. We don't want it to be this thing that we're like so nervous to talk about. And like we don't want to hurt them. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, because it can be very scary at first. Mm -hmm. Like in the past I've been cheated on. So that was part of my insecurity. Like, but this isn't cheating because we're open and honest about it. So it's not going to be necessarily toxic, but that, you know, that, that was you experienced in the past. You have to ignore what that was and move on from that,
0: and kind of like unlearn those like toxic messages. Yeah, cause that was just
2: a toxic, you know, relationship or person that could have been, who wasn't completely one hundred percent down with what you wanted to do. You know.
0: Yeah. So do you? I guess like as a poly couple, do you like get excited for each other?
2: Yeah, I do excited for sure.
0: Yeah, and I get excited for him too. Yeah. Like, can you describe, like, where that comes from? Like, how, like, what is that, that feeling? Like, why do you feel excited? Like, where is that coming from? And what does it mean to
2: you? Well, to me, it's because I think because we're best friends. Like, when your best friends are dating someone, new, you're like, oh, awesome. That's, that's great. I like, you know, how they, how are they? What do they do? Mm-hmm. It's very exciting because to see your partner happy is awesome.
3: I was going to say the same thing because we're best friends. Yeah. So, <laughs> But also because, like, like, at the end of the day, Mike is not mine. And, like, so to see any sort of growth from you is just, like, that's what that's all that I want. I want you to be happy. So.
0: That's exactly, like, literally. Uh, this is so cute to watch. <laughs> um, but, like, literally, like, us talking about this recently. Like, I keep telling Drain, like, I want to be so excited for you. Like, we both have desires that we cannot give to each other because, like, I can't pick them up and throw them, you know, like I can't, you know, like throw them <laughs> around. Like I'm going to
3: start weightlifting, I guess. You know,
0: I know. Like apparently I just need to do that. But it's like I there are things that we both want and desire that we can't give each other. And instead of like just not exploring that, like we want to be excited for each other and do that, you know. And like it's such a hard thing to like transition into because you're just like society's telling you, no, that's not okay, you know?
2: Yeah, so we have to take, you know, slow, step by step, like slowly dive into it, or else it would be very overwhelming and very nerve wracking. Yeah. But it's like, oh, there's our certain thing we both desire that we can't give each other, like like from anyone. You can't get the same friendship from your partner versus your friends. So, you know, really, that's expecting way too much from one person.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of nice too because, sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, you're okay. 'Cause like our whole relationship, like we've been able to be like that person's really sexy and that person's super hot and we're like checking out the same person's ass and like objectifying people together. (laughs) I'm like,
2: sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we do the same thing.
0: (laughs) Like so it's like super cool. We already have that and we are best friends as well. So it's like it's I feel like I can be excited for him if he is off like having fun, like doing things. Like I'm super excited to watch that, but I hope he's excited for me to like develop relationships too you know what I mean so yeah and the thing is that like it's hard it is
3: hard to unlearn something that you have been taught your entire life Mm -hmm. and like that's part of what like monogamy tells us at least like um the the bad traits of monogamy you know what I mean like there are toxic traits um to everything but like one of the toxic traits of monogamy is that you're taught that like you have to be everything for your partner all the time Otherwise, you are just kind of sucking as a partner.
4: Oh, for sure. And, like, I know, like, even, like, emotionally, like, I know that there's things that, like, I'm not very good at. Or, like, you know, I don't, like, I personally don't express myself very much through my words. And I know that Hannah is, like, very much a words person, like, likes to be complimented and everything. And I suck at complimenting people. And so, like, I know that's something that I can't give Hannah. So it's, like... I, I'm i okay like if somebody else wants to give that to Hannah and like can do that you know I'm going to be excited you know.
3: Good. Does that, Hannah does that make you like feel a little bit better like hearing
0: that? Well I mean Adrian. first off I I mean, like, like compliments I'm like so awkward I'll like be like, like <laughs> <laughs> But do you feel good? <laughs> but I, I, I feel weird but like I feel like from him I don't feel weird you know like I do like want to know that he thinks I'm sexy and he thinks I'm cute, you know what I mean? Like I want to know those things. Yeah. And you like get in your head about it. You're like, oh, I haven't heard it in a while. Like, ha- am I unattractive to you? Like, unattractive to you now? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Like, I feel the same way. Don't you mean? Yeah. Like, am I pretty still? Do you still love me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is actually something that we'll like yell at each other. <laughs> you're
1: pretty. I just like <laughs> tell show. me I'm pretty.
0: <laughs> 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 like. Yeah. I mean, like. I don't know. I just... I'm, like, really excited about this, but I am nervous because, like, I am a deeply insecure person. I have been, like, working through all of that for so long, so I'm, like, finally comfortable, and that's why I, like, was able to talk to him, and I had a conversation with you, Amanda, before I talked to him, because mm-hmm. I'm super scared. I feel like he's going to be real excited about this conversation, but, like... Because, like, he... I mean, like, he's identified as poly, like, our entire relationship. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I guess I'm curious, like, coming from you, your experience with, like, our relationship and... I don't know. Whatever.
4: I mean, so, like, I've been in a lot of different, like, relationships as far as, like, being in relationships with uh, cis men, trans women, um, other trans guys, and just a whole variety of people. And so, like, I've had a bunch of different experiences of different types of love and, um, affection. And so I, I know that kind of growing up, like, yes, I, monogamy was like a thing and I was like super jealous at different times, but like, I just kind of like got to a certain point and I was like, this is like so pointless. Like I am who I am if they're going to give me love then that's what they're going to give me and I have to be okay with that. And so I just kind of like dropped the jealousy and I started kind of learning about polyamory um, and that y- I do, I realized that I, there is a lot of love that I have to give and there's different ways to give it from to two different people and to receive it from them as well. And so I was always very comfortable with that. And so when I had met Hannah and we did start this polyamorous relationship. It was the first one that I had ever been in. Um, but even though it was toxic and it wasn't very comfortable because, um, I was jumping into a relationship that had so much history, um, it was kind of hard to be on like the outsider. Um, but it, it never really steered me away from it because I think that I was able to grasp that um things between me and the other person would never um progress or become something serious. Yeah. And so I didn't really hold on to them as a person, but that didn't negate how I felt about love and polyamory. Um so, I knew all of that negative experience and going through the relationship with Hannah, and like Hannah had expressed that, um, polyamory was not something that Hannah wanted to pursue for a while, um, or if ever. And it, it, it I was okay with that because Hannah was like my person, like someone I can get along with, like my best friend, like and all that stuff so like it was okay that even though I identified as polyamory and I knew that there was a lot of love for me to give um, I didn't think that it was an issue separating that for a while you know it wasn't it wasn't going to negate our relationship
2: yeah that's great I mean, it's the same thing with us. I At first, I did not want to be poly or open or anything like that. You know, I remember a couple times I said, sorry to a jerk, but I was like, you know, I'm. that's not us. We're not doing this. You know what I mean? Like, and it wasn't something I was comfortable with because I was insecure from my past if I was treated by people, you know? Yeah. So it's hard to get over that. But that's great. You had a negative experience. You're still able to overcome and realize that you can still be poly and despite bad things that might have happened or negative things, negative emotions with for other with other people. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and my biggest, like, I guess, insecurity around it is that I personally have always, always in relationships struggled with not being enough for them. So, like, I was so deeply insecure, like, no, like, starting this relationship with Adrian, like, our only turmoil that ever really has happened in our relationship was at the beginning, because I felt like I wasn't giving him enough like sex and i wasn't and like because i've been all this toxic like traumatic like things and cycles and all this stuff so like he was like no like that's not what is happening and like you are enough for me and like all this other stuff but like i didn't believe it because i didn't know it in myself you know and it's weird because like Ever since we've been married and, like, we made that commitment together, like, marriage has never meant anything to me, honestly. Like, and then I met your Jordan. I'm like, sure, like, fine. Like, I know you're, you're my person. Wow. So, like, I'm like, <laughs> fine, I'll get married. Like, you're the only person I'll ever marry. Like, whatever. Like, I was never into it. But, like, meeting him, I'm like, okay, I could see this happening because you're my best friend. Like, I feel this connection. I know it's right. I'm comfortable, you know? And, like, I mean, I... I've always talked to him about how, like, I, I mean, I know I'm poly. Like, if you look back in my history, I'm poly. I've loved many people at the same time. It has never been ethical. (laughs) But, like, I know that I, I do love more than one person. Like, I can love more than one person. So, like, I can't lie to myself. Like, I, and I never knew I could do that in a positive, ethical way because like you're not educated about this you know right so like I knew I was capable of it but I never was comfortable with it but I would t- tell Adrian like I'm like in the future like I know we can have this but we're gonna have really strict rules <laughs> yeah and I was like
3: those boxes literally
0: and then I'm like like one of the rules was like um if we're we both have to be seeing someone at the same time. If you are going on a date and <laughs> I'm going on a date. I'm sorry. Listen, instant listen, worm neck on listen, that one. I know. Okay, go, ahead, go I, ahead. I know. So, like, if you're on a date, I'm on a date. If my date cancels, you're canceling your date because I'm not sitting at home wallowing while you're out there, like, fucking and having fun you know and like that was my mindset i'm like okay it has to i was, be I was so waiting for the was strict. Um, yeah okay. was not anymore yeah okay because yeah, i no, no, was no. like
3: yo and like adrian's <laughs> just like because <laughs> i was gonna be like that's not very respectful to no, the other person no, no, and no. that's the whole point is that you respect everyone I and know. you respect everyone's feelings I and know. you respect everyone's like needs yeah
0: and that was coming know? from a very hurt place in yeah, me you yeah you know yeah, yeah. and like and, um, i wasn't ready yet
3: those are valid feelings for someone who has experienced the types of trauma that you have experienced and mm. uh, even in poly life like it's just yeah I understand you know
4: and like now that we've talked about it some more it was like and like um one of my concerns of like opening up the relationship and becoming poly was like if practicing um and so um one of my like biggest concerns is like Hannah and I are such like romantics that like we sometimes struggle with over-romanticizing certain people for, like... We love them deeply as a friend, and I didn't... Like, I didn't want boundaries to be crossed, and so, like, those sort of boundaries of, like, Mm -hmm. who we can see and all this other stuff, I wanted to make sure that was very clear. But it was also, like, I wanted to make sure that if Hannah was seeing someone, like, if Hannah cares about this person, so deeply on this level. I'm going to care about them as well. For Hannah. And so like. I want to make yes. sure that like. We're not going to hurt that person either. Um yeah. Because. They Which obviously mean something.
3: Yeah. And that's a healthy. Like mindset to have. Um, and I think that that. That really comes back to like. You wanting the best thing for for hannah you know what i mean like if hannah if you get into a relationship with someone like it doesn't necessarily have to be a triad like you don't have to make it that way but like the like mike has met a couple of my partners and i don't know if you've ever felt like love for them you met you met um yeah, I don't want to do names. How do we do this? Yeah, definitely you met do names. the blonde one.
0: <laughs> Remember, we can't hear him. <laughs>
2: I met the one that you were dating that was your boyfriend, but that was it. Oh, I did. You're right. I did yeah. me too. Never mind. Never mind. I forgot. Okay, you're right. Wait, yeah, so what so are you guys trying to say? Sorry. So how did you feel? Well, the one that you were dating, I felt like I was like friends with him, you know? I felt like we would hang out. We were cool. It was comfortable. It didn't feel awkward you know i mean they were an awkward person but that's as them but that's not they weren't a bad person it made they made you happy and you know i didn't love the person because i i was dating them you know what i mean but i love to see you happy that's what i guess that's what matters more you don't have to actually like love the person that they're dating necessarily That's what you're looking for yeah
1: yeah
3: but i feel like even if you like just care about your partner enough that you kind of care about that person that's what we're like getting at so more of caring than necessarily
2: like loving them
3: yeah like platonic love is like still a thing
0: yeah i feel like this is kind of where adrian's head's going but like my head is like not really there yet because like i i guess i'm like still struggling too with like like i'm like i feel like i'm so nervous to like open it up for us to fall in love with other people. And, like, it makes me nervous because I'm, like, I have that insecurity that I'm not enough for him. But, like, that's not his problem. Like, you know, like, that's for me to know and be confident. But, like, I, t- I tell him all this stuff. And, like, we talk about it. But, like, ever since being married, for some reason, it was literally, like, a spiritual change for me. Like, I felt energy-wise completely different. And um I felt like... The past few months since our marriage, like, I'm like, I think I'm ready. Like, I think I'm confident. And it's not because we're married. It's because we made this commitment together and we understand each other. And we are on this page where, like, trust is so ingrained in our relationship that, like, I feel confident and excited. And and that's my thing is when I start feeling insecure and jealousy of potential things that can happen... I then picture myself doing it and how excited I feel about it. And then I'm like, "How? who am I to say he can't do something that I'm capable of doing? Yeah. Like, that's fucked up.
3: Yeah. But that's.
0: It's a real feeling. Like, part you know. of like monogamy
1: too. I know. Too.
2: But that's also like the anxiety of it happening. Like I'm. Very anxious, like I have anxiety, so like, same, yeah. So, I understand, like, you all these scenarios pop in your head, like, they don't love me, what are they doing? They're more fun than with me. Like, Like,
0: what if they like this person more than they like me? Exactly, I'm like,
2: (laughs) but really, that's not the case. I mean, that is the case in some relationships, but depends on the person you're with. Don't say that, no, I'm just kidding, I'm I'm just kidding, (laughs) kidding. (laughs) like, no,
4: (laughs) but it's also like, there's things that, like, I could meet someone that likes to go laser tagging and Hannah I doesn't love, I love laser tag. you always say it gives you too much anxiety
0: uh, the fuck it does I love it <laughs>
3: maybe like paint paintball maybe paintball.
0: yeah no that okay, shit hurts so, so laser then tag I'm gonna crush you <laughs> so I remember you
4: always saying that like you don't want to go do it because there's too many flashing lights and there's like smoke so you can't breathe
0: no that's just me being lazy so you was lying. You just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. and I was nod. never lying. Yeah, uh-huh. But like, when I'm okay, my issue is my I have anxiety around the anticipation of something, sex, um, laser tag, laser tag, <laughs> swimming. <laughs> like if I oh, can yeah, get okay. past this like anxiety <laughs> of like anticipation of actually doing something, I so mean I should have pushed you No, I'll kill you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I. Water is a different story. But you could have touched. You could have. Why would you die
3: if I pushed her into (laughs) (laughs) them into lake?
4: No, no, no. Like if I did it, like.
0: I'm not gonna kill anyone. I'm not a violent human. Um, but (laughs) I will murder you with my looks, and I will hold a grudge against you. I'm really good at that. It's
2: like that video when that guy's like, Sarah, save me. Just put your feet down. I can't. And it's like this th- like three foot of water. <laughs> <laughs> of video, he's like, Sarah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I'm like dying, Sarah. Like, like, you're fine. Get up.
3: <laughs> That's me. <laughs> he was like on an inflatable kayak or something and it tipped over.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like, for
0: instance, okay, we're going on a honeymoon like in like a week um, yeah. and a week and a half or something. And like, I will not ever snorkel. I mean, maybe if you like drug me and put me in there, like, please don't. But like... I don't think I can ever snorkel. Where are you guys going? We're going to Puerto Rico.
3: Whoa. Okay. Yeah. You should probably snorkel. I'm
0: not snorkeling. (laughs) However, there are going to be like two or three days where I'm, I'm going to be at a work meeting. So like he is going to have his own time. So I'm like, Yo, like, do all the shit I won't do during this time you have alone time. Like, do some self care, you know what I mean? And, like, but I mean, in this case, you're saying, like, oh, if I don't like laser tag, let's say you have like a partner or someone you're hanging out with or something like that who loves laser tag, like, yes or I'm not using that who loves swimming. Okay. I'm not going to go swimming with him, but like I'll sit there and watch him swim and like read a book, (laughs) but that's not fun, you know? And so like maybe he has a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he has a partner or someone in his life who loves to swim. So yes, that person technically in that realm is quote unquote, Adrian likes him better than me in that not necessarily but quote unquote you know like because they
3: they feel something that you can't yes exactly yeah so it's like being
0: comfortable with that and knowing that humans are so there's so much to us that not one person can completely match that you know even though i do believe adrian and i are soulmates but there's we still have so much shit that we need from other people or desire from other people
2: yeah, it's like with friendships. Like I'm very into music, so I will talk about music and talk a man's ear off. She's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Sometimes stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> but like with other people, like my friends are musicians. They understand what I'm saying, so mm-hmm. like they fill that void that she never can, which is not a problem because everyone's yeah. different.
3: It makes me think of puzzle pieces because people are always like, "You're you're my puzzle piece. Like we fit together." But like, there's fucking four sides to a puzzle piece. Seriously, like, you ha- you have to have more people in your life than just your partner your primary partner like they cannot fit all four sides of your puzzle piece so
0: and like as someone who's only been in like for the majority, like toxic monogamous relationships. Like I want to just stress, like we are not shitting on monogamy. Like monogamy is great for some people, just not for us sitting in this room, you know? Yeah. And like at one point it was best for us as a couple, Adrian and I. Um. Whoa. I just like. <laughs> for, and for us too. Yeah. So it's like, and like, that's another thing. Like these things are fluid. Like right now we're feeling it maybe in a couple of months We won't be feeling it.
3: That was our other rule that if any, if either of us decided that we no longer wanted to do this, Mm -hmm. that we could pull out at any time.
0: Yep. Yeah. I think that's something we've been talking about too, like how we will communicate this whole time. And if at any point. We don't want this anymore for now. We'll stop it for now. You know what I mean? And everything is so fluid in life, and this is one of them, you know?
2: Yeah, or even taking a break from it, from seeing other people. Exactly. Like that's always...
0: Let's focus on us right now. Exactly. You know? And it's, it's not... Just because you open a relationship, just because you practice polyamory in a relationship doesn't mean it always has to be that way all the time, 24-7, you know? Um, and I guess I actually think we should talk about, like, common myths, but also... Like, pretty big things like communication, consent, like, all these things that are really important in the relationship, too. Yeah, like
3: w- Yeah, like, rules that people have, but everyone's different. Um, yeah. Or, the like kind just of, really like
0: common ground
3: ones. I, I quickly just want to touch on, like, um, something that is, like, discussed in, like, poly communities is, like, couples privilege, which is kind of something that we're talking about. Oh, that we were talking about when we were like we could pull out at any time, and that's the idea that like oh, your okay. relationship comes above every other relationship. Yeah. So it's still disrespectful to other mm, relationships. That's something. So we like, about this later is something before. that we have talked about, um, like a little bit, where we're like, yeah, we're kind of comfortable taking into, we're I mean, kind of comfortable. We're comfortable taking into consideration other people if we're in the middle of a relationship, <laughs> but if we're like both not seeing anyone that's when we're gonna be okay taking that time but if i'm in a relationship and he's in a relationship it is not fair to the other people Mm -hmm. to be like i can't see you anymore because my husband and i need to work on some stuff Mm -hmm. like no we're gonna work on some stuff and maybe i'll see you You know, maybe a little bit less, yeah, because that that you're you're busy with something else. You know what I mean? Literally,
0: we're just talking about this. I was like, we're the prime, and like, you know, and
3: And that's fine, and that's valid. Yeah, just understand that, like, it might change the way that you you have relationships with other people. Yeah, it might limit you to having, um, not as serious
0: relationships. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like because we haven't experienced that yet, we can't really like picture it for ourselves you know so it's like i think like when it starts to happen i feel like i like there's an actual human behind it multiple humans behind it it'll give more worth to it you know value to it where right now i see just us and i see this idea and i'm like "Mm, we're more like solid than that idea but i've not experienced it before so you know it's hard to conceptualize yeah
3: and plus, if you guys are starting out and you guys only, if you guys decide that you only want to have sex with other people, yeah. and you like don't want to date and you don't want to have yeah, relationships. that's the then kind of that's something fine.
0: we're like not sure about yet because yeah. and touch, it's scary feel, to think about like feel it out relationships. Test it toast, but. But I don't know, yeah.
2: And every person you meet is going to be different. What you want from that person, yeah. you might just want to just date them or have sex with them. It depends on you know who the person is. Maybe it was dated for a couple of times. You can't stand them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that happens.
0: Yeah. I guess, um, how do you tell people you are... It, like, when you when we are seeking other partners, like, once we do decide to start doing that, how do you have that conversation with them about how you're married? Like, how do people take that? Like, how do you do it? Like, I guess...
3: I personally have that conversation the same way that I talk to Mike if I'm like insecure. I'm like, I'm married and we're poly and this is what poly means and you can either get behind it or like you're not the person that I want to seek. Yeah. I'm I'm very cut and dry and I know that that's Or you like, can
4: just be friends, you know. Yeah. I, but if, honestly, if I that's don't even you're want open to, you know. Yeah.
3: But like honestly, I have I have friends that like put a lot of value in my life and I don't need I don't need more friends to take up time um, from something that I'm like I'm looking for something like a relationship. I'm looking for a partner. And so it just seems like one more thing that like um, that is like hanging over my head. Plus, like the people, (laughs) the people who are like um, that I'm meeting (laughs) who are not cool with polyamory automatically think that I just want to have sex and that I'm still going to have sex with them cuz we're friends. Mm. And so that's a hard line for me. Yeah.
2: This comes down to that a lot of men are idiots, but <laughs> 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 we're like <laughs> cis men, yes, sorry, sorry, sorry.
4: But as a cis, or cis man, or toxic <laughs> man. Yeah,
2: toxic man, but as like a cis man, I don't know how dumb men can get. They're just like, oh, you're poly? That means we can have sex. And when Amanda's like, no, they're like, why not? You're poly. We're met on a dating site. Like, But that's not how that works.
0: I mean, it might work for some people. Oh, for sure. It's not for Amanda, you know?
4: Exactly. But it's also like not everybody on a dating site is only looking for sex. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I feel like that's, that's kind of like a lot of like what society has like turned it into, like Grindr and Tinder and stuff. Like, It's just an easy way to get laid. It's like, I feel like that's what I hear most often people.
0: <laughs> I'm making fun of Adrian because he just like he'll talk and then he'll like move his face away from the microphone and then like, keep talking and he like does this weird dance with his face.
4: I got a kitty in my lap.
3: It's like a little chicken, but like instead of going like forward and backward, you go side to side. <laughs> and and like I'm
0: like, I can't keep up. I'm holding your mic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, okay, let's talk about like common myths with polyamory and non ethical non-monogamy
2: I guess that polyamory isn't cheating. Yeah. I mean, people do cheat in polyamorous relationships mm-hmm. that's by lying or sleeping with someone that the other person doesn't like or want them seeing. Yeah. But it's not cheating.
0: Yeah
3: inherently yeah it does not mean that there's cheating yeah um but
0: you can absolutely cheat in a polyamorous relationship oh for sure like yeah. adrian and i cheated on our polyamorous relationship that we were right in. right um didn't get a good start <laughs> 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 but once again we don't really use that as an example i guess in our life for what we want you know right yeah and it i mean it shouldn't be yeah. if it's toxic
3: you don't want to Um, keep like uh, referring to
0: that, yeah. But it's like our only like closest thing we have, you know.
3: Yeah, maybe take the good pieces and then move, move (laughs) on asap. Yeah, but um, yeah. That so like a lot of the time it's that we're cheating. Um, when I came out to my mom, it was because she asked if I was having an affair, and I was like, no, like this is what's happening, and um. Mike and I are open. We were open at the time and I'm Mike knows and Mike is okay with this and like I'm not having an affair. Yeah. And my mom was like, but no, you're cheating. Yeah, and it was very <laughs> very much like cotton dry. Like you're having sex with someone outside of your marriage and that's it. That's mm-hmm. cheating. Even if it was consensual on all parties.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Another misconception is that people think if one partner's having sex with someone or seeing someone else the other person isn't, that they're cheating like some people believe that you both like you were saying before you both want yeah. you thought both want to be relationships some people think it's cheating if you're not yeah which is you know depends on the person's like rules or I'll say regulations but that's not the right word Rules and
0: regulations and it's it's so dependent on the couple you know and like when i that was all deeply insecure like my insecurities coming through and i thought like it all has to be fair all has to be equal you know what i mean so yeah yeah
3: um I think what that's about, a huge...
0: Um, oh, sorry. Keep going. I'm so sorry.
3: No, you're okay. I was just going to say that I, I agree that that's, like, a huge misconception is that, like, everyone needs to be involved. And, again, that, like, comes back to, like, we're all individuals who have different life paths and need different things at different times. And, like, sometimes I need to take a step back and not see anyone. And that has... Just because I am not seeing someone does not mean that Mike is no longer um his own person and can't make his own choices.
0: Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. What about like when people are like, Oh, is that the same as polygamy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you wanna take this one?
0: <laughs>
3: oh, I'm okay. He says I'm better at definitions. <laughs> I am. I am. I mean let me look it up real quick. Sure. Do you want yeah. me to? Um, I'm gonna it's spit what I like think routed
0: in like religion
3: yeah right? uh, specific uh, specifically Mormonism um, so polygamy to my knowledge we're gonna pull up a Google definition but like it's the practice of marrying multiple wives generally um, so it, Google. From the dictionary on um, the Googles it says the practice or custom of having more than one wife or husband at the same time it's funny because Google also brings up like zoology What? <laughs> right underneath it it's like polygamy a noun the practice or custom of having more than one wife or husband at the same time zoology zoology did they spell that wrong <laughs> symbology <laughs> uh, is words. zoology is a pattern of mating in which an animal has more than one mate oh, oh okay I see why okay. they did that there never mind that I thought they, they were saying zoology and I was like You're the like, study wah? of fucking animals I don't know oh. if that's the same thing okay I see why you <laughs> saw that <laughs> yeah because it's right underneath the definition I yeah. thought it was hilarious
1: Um,
3: so like cool if your brand of polyamory um allows you the flexibility to marry more than one person mm-hmm. like that is completely fine um except that like legally that's impossible but um um polygamy has such a like a negative connotation because of how deeply religious um and, like, um uh, male-centric it like is. patriarchal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's very much about, like, the man pleasing the man and making sure that the man is taken care of. And um also, it's about procreation. Yeah. Like, uh, religiously. You yeah. know what I mean? It's about providing as many children to... this man
0: (laughs) well they're spawn you know what i mean (laughs) well like i kind of view polygamy as like this hierarchical hierarchical structure (laughs) yeah thank you i'm like i'm not saying this right it's like the structure where like the man is at the top and then there's all these people like women underneath him who provide things for him but they don't have relationships with each other so like that's why it's not necessarily polyamory. Maybe it is. I don't know. I I mean I would still
3: I would still say that like it's technically it, under the umbrella. Under the umbrella. Yeah. But like the thing is with polygamy is that like sometimes the the wives or the husbands um, will have they'll ha- they have friendships with each other. Most of the time these people are living in the same home and they're raising their children together, yeah. which is still a very much like that's a poly. Thing and you they know could what I mean? Love each
0: other, but yeah. maybe not in that way, quote unquote.
3: Right, yeah, and I mean, well, I wouldn't say that a lot of them are happy because I haven't done the research for it. All that I've seen is like that one show, Sister Wives. You know what <laughs> they, I mean? And like TLC, t- what it was TLC. TLC. Yeah. So like, I'm sure that they painted that they're divorced now. Actually, oh, really? so All like, there we go. <laughs> 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 I think that like two of them separated yeah. from, yeah. So I think that, um, I, but poly- I mean, polygamy definitely falls under the poly or ethical non-monogamy yeah. umbrella, but, yeah. um, it's whatever your brand is.
0: What about like the idea that like polyamory is not sustainable?
3: Uh, I think that four years going in on this is kind of
1: Sustainable. Proof. <laughs>
2: Well, plus you look at monogamous marriages. It's what is it in five years? Fifty percent of people get divorced in this country. Yeah. So is monogamy working? Most marriages working then? don't
0: even last the first year. I,
2: really? Yeah. Uh, maybe the decrease in the mon- long marriage time frame. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great. Like, I think that's a new thing. Like, I think what you said is still real. Like for the five five year one, but like now there's like a one year one where people don't even make it to their one year.
2: Yeah, plus how many people are monogamous cheat on each other?
0: Yeah. Like exactly. I feel like in our
2: society cheating's more acceptable than being polyamorous. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But that's our society.
0: Cuz we're trying to fuck with their status quo. They don't like it.
2: <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I guess
0: I would also like like what is
3: what is sustainable? Like what does that mean to yeah. you? Yeah. Does it mean that you're having a long, healthy, functioning relationship or does it mean that you're just together? Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Because I mean, like sustainability is like a weird term to use. But like also, if I was in a long-term relationship with someone else, I don't see how that could not be sustainable. Yeah. Like what Mike and I have talked about like if we ever had long-term partners having them move in. Yeah. And raising a family together yeah. and like this is this is Totally within Help the rubble. Bills. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Monogamous in this economy. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't do <know> that. <laughs> that is,
0: it's more sustainable.
3: <laughs> it, right. Exactly. You want to talk about sustainability, let me tell you. Awesome. <laughs> Splitting bills three ways right? instead of or two like is crazy. like a built
0: babysitter. <laughs> like, what?
3: Fucking what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just live here. <laughs> what about and, like, like, the us.
0: idea that like polyamory is like only queer?
2: That's not something I've heard before. Mike is straight. Yes. So you're an example that Holly is not inherently queer. Okay, good. I'm an example then. That's not inherently queer then. (laughs)
3: Look at that. Yeah, I don't think that. um,
2: I didn't think use myself as an example, but there you go.
3: Well, welcome. Welcome. Um,
0: well, I just feel like um, a lot of the times, like Polly, is attached to the queer community, and like if you're queer, you're Polly inherently, etc. Like I feel like I've seen that a lot on the internet.
3: Yeah, i've I've seen similar things, and I just don't know where it comes from, honestly. Yeah,
0: because. Queer people are still people who have individual needs and desires, and well, I'm not really sure. Well, probably because like people sexualize queer people and like think that they're hypersexual, so they're like, "Oh, you need to be poly in order to." Oh.
2: Probably comes from Twitter. Twitter is <laughs> a horrible place. You ever looked <laughs> or at political, Reddit. like yeah, or Reddit or like political and social ideas on Twitter? They don't exist. They're not real. Mm-hmm. Like you see, like the one percent of the one percent of people that believe something that the rest of society doesn't actually believe. Yeah, I could see that. So people see that and they're like, look at he told you.
0: Yeah. And they use that based off everything.
4: But I also think that like people who are queer are more open about being poly than people who are straight.
3: Yeah. That's something else that I was gonna say too, is that like if you're queer, you're already thinking outside the box. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's you're more likely to be open to the idea of being poly just because like you're already you're already queer Mm -hmm. like you're you're already thinking in a way that is different than uh what society like throws at you
0: and you like understand things are fluid you know and that like what society what's ever what's always been taught to us what's only showed in the media all that stuff like we know that's not truth for everyone so like it's like Being real, really honest with ourselves. Um, Is this something we actually truly are? Are we inherently monogamous? Like humans are sexual beings. Humans are beings with so much love. I mean, for most of us, you know, so it's like I feel like that's why cheating is a very big problem, you know, in society and like divorce and stuff like that, because people try to force it and then Mm
1: -hmm. realize
0: that they have other needs and that's okay. Know? yeah
3: well what I, what's the uh, there's only like one other animal on the planet that like has sex for pleasure dolphins well, like a do- i was gonna say was it was it's like a yeah. dolphin dolphins. or it's like oh like porpo- porpoises is, is in general
0: i've only ever heard of dolphins but maybe orpus. i don't know
3: but so, like we have sex for pleasure yeah it's not always about procreation so like it does come back to like we're sexual beings definitely yeah, so I saw this
2: pretty cool quote I want to read from some meme site. It says monogamy is centered around procreation. So don't be surprised if they assume polyamory is based on sex. It's what they know.
0: Yeah, it's real.
3: Yeah. And that's something that like comes up a lot when we're talking to other people. Um, like we talked about before, is like, oh cool, so you're looking to fuck.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, oh, you wanna bang? We're gonna just hook up. Is I've that actually assumption? Yeah, I've actually been told several times um, that um, someone that like um, that someone that I'm talking to is interested in a relationship, but not with me because I'm only good for sex since I'm already married
0: Jeez, Louise! like
3: several times, Ugh. like not not like once. And this happened once, but probably like I mean, like two hands counting yeah. kind of.
0: Do you find that your partners that you do end up having, are they also poly, always? Um,
2: I... I met one poly person I was talking to, and that was it. Yeah. In the past four years. Hmm.
3: I've had one partner who is open to Polyamory one who was um in an open relationship with someone else and um i think i've met like four or five people who were also in some sort of poly um polycule but um i don't think
0: that's I guess really that it, it. Just like it's not I
3: n- yeah i think that more often than not where i'm hitting monogamous people at least and i mean it sounds like you are too. if you said one
2: yeah yes cool yeah
0: any other myths that you kind of think happen
2: that people think that people are polyamorous having orgies all the time all day yeah. long
0: i mean cool let's do it but that's cool I'm, I'm <laughs> sure, yeah i'm
2: sure some people do all the time but that's not majority of no, people it's yeah. not a thing that happens so
0: stereotypes you know yeah yeah,
2: Like, all of us are polyamorous. We're having a podcast. We're not having sex right now. Oh, so, there yeah. you go.
3: <laughs> I like that you threw in right now. Like right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, bitch, we ain't even talked about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. <What are>, Literally. <laughs> I love this. Woo!
0: <laughs> My photo flying. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, true. All the truth. Yeah. Um, what about, like... Okay are we are there any more myths
3: I, Probably I'm, I'm sure that we missed a couple but, but like I nothing feel is like popping up I
0: feel like it's so important to talk about like the core things you 100% need in polyamory
2: oh yeah let's do that
0: communication communication is communication. the most important <laughs> one
2: yeah communication communication yeah for sure you can't talk to your partner about other people you're seeing or even talk to you, each other how are you are going to be in a polyamorous relationship you can't communicate your feelings or what you need exactly
0: or want or desire you know yeah yeah communication is so necessary um if you don't have communication you can't have polyamory like literally
3: if you don't have communication it's called cheating yeah because True. that is literally the distinction something. yeah yeah
0: yeah um you need love for you, polyamory. Do need,
3: you do need love i mean like even if even if you're in a phase of polyamory or your brand of polyamory doesn't involve loving other people i still have to love mike mm. enough to trust and him yourself, you know? and myself yeah yeah, yeah. um trust cons- oh okay let's Sorry. talk about trust I for mean, sure big for big. sure yeah trust is real because if i don't trust that mike isn't going to leave me then this isn't going to work yeah like if i don't trust that he's not going to find someone better that is going to, like, sweep him off of his feet, then, <laughs> like, why why do it? I lost what I was going to say. Oh, okay, that's fine. Well, I mean,
0: kind of this idea of, like, someone sweeping that person off the feet, like, you you see, like, in movies and, like, all this stuff, and you have this idea of this romanticism, you know, and that's where almost the fear comes in, because you're like, oh, like, they're going to find something that's going to sweep them off their feet. I didn't sweep them off your, their feet. You know what but I mean? But the thing is
3: that you did.
0: Like yeah. every single
3: way. every single relationship that you've probably ever been in has started off with like those giddy feelings oh, yeah. and you're like oh, like this new love feeling, effect. so exciting, it, like and
0: fresh. You can feel it in your body like yeah. when you talk about
3: it. You're tingly yeah. and you get all like, yeah. Sure. yeah. Your dopamine levels and stuff go up like those are legitimate things everyone sweeps every single person off of their True. feet the like within the first couple the months of like yeah a you know? relationships yeah. so like to think that that's not gonna happen in polyamory is just a little like close-minded yeah um but like in denial <laughs> <laughs> right but but after after that honeymoon period like how's it gonna well i have to Again, it comes back to trust. I have to trust that after the honeymoon period, like, or during the honeymoon period, Mike, Mike isn't going to be like, oh, I love them way more than I love Amanda. I like, we're like, just going to. Yeah, exactly. You know, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: You touched on it. Oh, that's what I was going to say.
3: Perfect. It's like we have the same mind. <laughs> 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 um, consent. Yes, Con- consent. 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 Consent all consent. the time. Consent, please. Consent. Yes. Like, I. We never enter into any sort of relationship, even like talking. We don't enter into anything without the other person knowing. Hey, this is what's going on, because this just not respectful. It's not at all,
0: not ethical either.
2: Exactly, it's not ethical to me. If you wouldn't didn't tell someone you're polyamorous that you're seeing, to me that would be cheating. Yeah, you know, because that's part of like our rules: uh, the consent, consent, consent. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: What about Absolutely. boundaries? Boundaries is another thing I feel like you need in polyamory.
3: I feel like you need them at first so that you can figure out that they're n- not as necessary.
0: But I I mean
2: I feel like it depends on the couple. Yeah. Some people don't need boundaries. Like if you start off you know, no one has insecurities about it, but you would really wouldn't need boundaries.
0: But aren't boundaries inherently in polyum? Like, if you really think about it, like, you have boundaries because you're communicating about everything. You have the boundary that, okay, we're, like, in this polyam, like that's kind of a—isn't that a boundary? I don't know. Maybe well, not. I would
3: say that a boundary would be something that, like, okay, I'm only going to open myself up to here. And this is my boundary. Yeah. Or, like, you—yeah, like, it's a, it's a personal boundary. But you do boundary.
0: still always have those boundaries between each other because you have those agreements. Like, boundaries, aren't they agreements? Like— that you agree on? Huh? I guess
3: I just don't feel like we have boundaries. Yeah. Because, like, we know that anything is possible um, yeah. for us if we discuss it and it works with our, like, life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't feel like we have a lot of boundaries.
2: Yeah. I mean, technically, maybe the definition would be a boundary. Technically.
0: I think that's where I'm coming from, like, a technical aspect. Not, like, I don't know. I think that's why it's so hard for me to be like, but. Like, yeah, I feel like I just even having that idea that anything's possible is a boundary, in my opinion.
3: My brain gonna explode, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, okay, then yeah. I mean, I just think boundaries, boundaries like boundaries absolutely. are inevitable in all situations, and I think they're inevitable in polyamory when yeah. it comes to like you're even having a boundary of yourself having those extra possibilities you know and like you have those personal boundaries all the time where you're like those micro boundaries of like Mm -hmm. oh I don't want a relationship right now or I do want a relationship right now but you're always communicating them with your partner yeah and if your partner's not cool with it then you're gonna have that conversation and then boundaries are gonna be made you know
3: like I also noticed that I actually actually now that you bring it up like I noticed that I have a lot of more a lot more personal boundaries when I'm talking to new people yeah is like like I I just don't even deal with people who are scum anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or people who um, don't understand consent. Mm-hmm. I don't even deal with, like I, I'm i not in a place where I'm like, I'll teach you.
0: Yeah. I, no. no,
3: fuck that. I want something that is, it's job. not my job. Yeah. 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 I taught Mike. <laughs> 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 but like I, so I do. We, yeah, I agree. Like yeah. I think you have to have like some form of, boundary whether that's your personal boundary or um relationship boundary yeah.
0: is there anything else we're missing i'm sure there's a ton more but it's like those are like basics i feel like
2: how to deal with jealousy in a healthy way mm. yeah because jealousy could be i mean jealousy isn't always bad people always think jealousy is like yeah. a bad thing but if you talk about it communicate it i guess it wouldn't necessarily a bad thing
0: yeah I mean it's really not especially if you're a self-aware person like jealousy can be an indicator to you you need something you need to work you have something you need to work on you know like you can turn that into a positive like everything can not everything but a lot of things can be turned into a positive including jealousy and like that's something you can work on and like don't look at this like jealousy as something like that has to hold you back yeah it's room for growth it's it's enlightening you to a, an area of yourself or a relationship that you need to focus on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Think of it as a highlighter. <laughs> yeah, it's just like highlighting
3: the areas that you need yeah. to fucking deal with. <laughs> exactly. Stop <laughs> ignoring it. <laughs>
0: right. For sure. Uh, and yeah. it can bring, like, a lot of growth. Um, I guess I kind of want to, like, talk about what toxic monogamy is a little bit, but then I want to wrap up with, like, what the best thing like Polly has done for you too Mm. what we're most excited about like stuff like that like i want to end on a positive note yeah but i also like do think we need to talk about toxic not um toxic monogamy which i also have something on my phone too so
2: oh i had a meme i was thinking of yeah pictures like when like my girlfriend or boyfriend tells me what you know he tells me what i can and can't wear and like little girls like drinking her juice like really
0: oh my god i saw that Yes. (laughs) yeah
2: so Oof. I guess like controlling someone is yes. t- can be toxic. Yes. Like how dare you look at that waitress like that when they didn't really do it?
0: Is that this? Yeah. yeah. We had a list. Yeah, we have a list of, and this is from Nankin Decade. That's who shared this. Yes. So. That's what
2: I mean when I say toxic monogamy culture, the first one is the normalization of jealousy as indicator of love. Ooh. That's so good. That's good.
0: Um, the idea that um, a sufficiently intense love is enough, enough to overcome any practical incompatibilities.
3: So, the idea that, like, but I love you. Yeah. So that's enough. Yeah. I can look over the fact that you don't or let me wear this or clothing. Yeah. abuse me or, right. you know. <coughs> well, it says practical incompatibilities. Okay, so yeah, I feel true, like true. Like, I want yeah. to <laughs> 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 Yeah, still um the idea that you should meet your partners every need and if you don't you're either inadequate or they're too needy which we discussed
1: Mm -hmm.
4: and yeah and the idea that a sufficiently intense love should cause you to cease to be attracted to anyone else
0: yeah so yeah so good
3: um, hmm. the idea that commitment is synonymous with exclusivity oh, i love this one can we talk about this yeah. one just for a second yeah. do it because okay so like the idea that commitment is synonymous with exclusivity meaning that i'm committed to you and you alone because we use the word commitment like i'm committed to you all the time and when i'm seeing like when i'm dating someone when i have a boyfriend or a partner i'm committed to them too you can be committed to multiple things like can you be committed to your mom and your dad after a divorce yeah can you be committed to your parents and your partner or your child and your partner like
0: yeah you can your pet or you know like yeah yeah. oh yeah you You can do it everywhere else you can be committed to multiple jobs yep yo yep Um, there's also the idea that marriage and children are the only valid teleological teleological the book I don't know justifications what for being committed to a relationship.
3: Um, I feel like we got to look up teleological yeah, for can this someone one. Google that shit. Yeah. Due to Google's it hard. Um, <laughs> we'll come we're back. We're going to move on. Yeah, then. But so like the idea that your insecurities are always your partner's responsibility to tiptoe around and never your responsibility to work on Damn. so like um the idea that like yeah yes codependency yeah so like the idea that like oh my partner doesn't like it when I talk to other people so therefore I cannot talk to other people not (laughs) my partner isn't comfortable when I talk to other people so they should probably work on that (laughs)
0: What about, like, when, oh, my God, I I used to think, like, all my, like, old boyfriends, like, back in, like, high school and shit would be so pissed at me if I, like, my ex would just say, Happy New Year. It would be a whole shit show. Like, literally, my ex literally said, Happy New Year. year. And then, like, my partner at the time. What does
2: that like, mean? <laughs> Why are you talking to this
0: person? You're the worst. You're training on me. I'm breaking up with you. And I'm like. What the fuck? I can't control what this person says to me. Like, hello. All I said back was, you too. Like, you know.
2: (laughs) Bye, Felicia. We're breaking up. Sorry.
0: God. So terrible.
2: Okay. The idea that your value to a partner is directly proportional to the amount of time and energy they spend on you and is in zero-sum competition with everything else they value in life. That's insane.
0: Yeah. And the last one is the idea that being of value to a partner should always make up a large chunk of how you value yourself.
3: Oh, yes. Like, they love me, therefore I'm valuable. Yeah. 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 And, like, these are all things that also happen in polyamory. It's just monogamy is our default setting um, for relationships. And... Right. And these are toxic. Absolutely. Like...
0: And These this doesn't mean parts. monogamy is inherently this. but No. Yeah. So, like, once again, just reminding every, all the listeners, if you are monogamous, we are not judging you. We've all been monogamous in said past, you know? Right. So, it's like, we're not judging that. We're not saying poly is the only way. We're saying this is also a lifestyle that should be equally um, accessible as monogamy.
2: Yeah, so I feel like you're judging other people that are monogamous. How are you better than someone who's monogamous when they do the same thing about poly people? You're not any better than them. You know?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And like the thing that like the thing that I'm saying, I'm not going to speak for anyone else is that like I don't want everyone to be polyamorous. I just want po- I just want polyamory to be an option and monogamy not to be the default.
0: Yeah that's the issue though is default like binaries are default monogamy is default cis cisness is default default. heterosexuality is default you know like these are inherently problems because people who do not fall into these quote-unquote defaults they're not seen they're not heard they're not validated where we need spaces that are accessible for everyone regardless of what they're their lifestyle is you know yeah absolutely as long as it's legal <laughs> I mean and well I mean like in some cases it's not you know yeah I was just thinking like really bad things
3: isn't legal I was just thinking really bad things but like oh, I mean yeah. sex
0: work isn't technically legal either Right. And we support that you know yep. but I'm talking about like murder murder pedophilia <laughs> I just gotta go to bestiality, like murder like you know like all this scary yeah. shit um but yeah so okay let's wrap this up in a positive way so like We'll start with us because we're, like, kind of, like, just venturing in this. Like, what are we most excited about in this adventure for us? So I'm going to put you on the spot and make you go first.
4: I am most excited to, uh, I don't know, like, meet new people. And um, I thought you were, like, trying to say something. Um,
0: (laughs) I was blowing hair out of my face because he, like, has hair all over him.
3: We got a sh- a cat that sheds a lot. <laughs> I don't want you thinking Adrian's just shedding over here. <laughs> it is.
4: He's so cute, though. Playing over there. Um. But I'm, uh, the thing that I am so excited about is, um, I don't know, just to meet new people, like, have new conversations and, like, make new connections. And because, like, I think people are so curious, you know, and... To be able to express that curiousness and um, find new personalities or just have different experiences would be really fun, good, yeah, but also to kind of like sorry, um <laughs> to explore um how it's going to impact our relationship in a positive way, yeah.
0: I mean, I really, a lot to that. I'm very excited to connect to people in a different way. Like, um, I feel like I avoid connection, um, even with friendship. Like, I just don't trust anyone. So I feel like this will be a very good way for me to, like, connect to humans and, like, be excited. And I'm excited for the excitement as well. Um, and I'm very excited for, just like Adrian said, like, our connection deepening. And I feel like it's, like... We've shared on a different podcast before, like we struggle with sexual intimacy um, because of my past and but I don't or my gender. I don't know. Like I'm still figuring that out. And I feel like and you almost gave me this advice, Amanda, like actually this was the best thing ever. Do you mind if I share it? No, so (laughs) like when we were talking when I was talking to Amanda before I talked to Adrian um, recently, What you told me, because I said, we want to do it, but we want to make sure we are in a good place sexually before we do it. And then you were like, what if this is what it takes for you to be in a good place sexually? And I was like,
1: <laughs> yes. I
0: was like, mind yeah, literally, alone, <laughs> like literally, and I told that to Adrian. He was like, "Yes, like that makes so much sense." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like no one, like you know, Not, yeah, it just it'll makes happen." So <laughs> much sense.
2: Yes, I feel like our sex life did improve from it. Not I mean obviously our emotional aspect, but we're almost sex right now. So like it did get better for both of us. Yeah, like it our became,
0: emotional shit, our intimacy is amazing. Oh, for sure. You know, because it has
2: to be from a mental level, like. How you communicate to each other yeah. at an intimate level, that it does improve your sex life. It yeah. will for sure.
0: Can I say though, the day we had that chat, I knew I was going to have that chat with him. I was just scared about it, but I just talked to you about it and I was so fucking excited. And we had sex for the first time in a long time that day. And then we talked about it after. And I also like hurt my toe really bad that same day too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it was like. Just so much excitement. There was so, so much it's excitement. Like that excitement. <laughs> It was like a bathroom break in between sex. Um, so that was my bad. He wasn't even near me. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I already see the improvement. Like, you know, like yeah. that simple conversation with you, Amanda, and like me feeling excited about this conversation I was going to have with Adrian. I was just so radiating with this energy that like mm-hmm. all these things that we want like just happened. And then we had the conversation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, you know. So, yeah. OK, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we should talk about
3: like the th- what we have gotten most out of polyamory. Yeah, and I would love to put you on the spot, just like Hannah did. I would say, hmm.
2: I'm trying to get a word. This it's a good thing, though. Just so you know.
3: Oh, good. Okay, I was like, <laughs> yeah, because it's the best thing. I guess that it's you got more. Of it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I guess more freeing for both of us. Like, not just with our lives, but just in general, we think about life or society or things we question. I feel like I'm able to, I guess, know what I want out of life more from this. Yeah. I feel like monogamy is such a big construct in people's lives that that's all you think about is that kind of how
3: your life is going to fit around monogamy. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) In that relationship, yeah. So for me, I feel more free and more open with you, more honest. Yeah.
3: I feel like um like I hid so much of myself in monogamy. Yeah
2: that's what you were saying the you other know? day.
3: Yeah. Like um like I am a pretty flirtatious person and I enjoy being sexual. <laughs> yeah, Adrian <laughs> And like, um, it's just something that's always been part of me and honestly honestly, when I was like little, you know how like kids dream? about like their what their family life is going to be like I'm going to grow up I'm going to live in a big house I'm going to have an awesome husband or wife or partner and like we're going to have kids running around and I never saw that I saw like like a big family with like a bunch of moms and dads and like parents and like a couple kids running around and like everyone just working together more of a community than like a single single family unit it yeah. just seemed so shut off for me. So, like, coming into a relationship where that's finally, like, something that we're, like, yeah, if that worked out for our family, then I could see that happening. And yeah, I'd be comfortable sure. with that. Like, it's just so freeing. And it allows me to, like, be more of myself. Like, I, f- I came into my queerness after like we decided to start practicing polyamory and i feel like i've come into myself and you've come into yourself and like for sure i don't know it allows you to yeah yeah and it allows you to think of um life like oh it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter style um and it just gives you options
0: awesome so oh god i can't hear myself in this mic it's so weird um i <laughs> to take this one back so i mean we only have two mics uh with i mean we have three mics right now because mics are here, but I'm sure, uh, <laughs> so funny we're so witty it's fine um so it's kind of like we're trying to navigate it with four people it's fine so um yeah i loved this conversation i hope you all too. did too um yeah, I mean, I'm very excited about this I and like we probably didn't cover everything and I'm sure we'll think of stuff later and we can have more episodes like this. So like we really want you as a listener to tell us what you want us to talk about
4: that or you can like send us questions and stuff and like we can always like try and answer them on our own time. You know, like don't be afraid to have conversations with us.
3: Yeah, like if you DM us on Instagram, I'm more than comfortable with like going live on our story. Um or, you know, just DMing you back. Yeah. Whatever. And like, whatever. And like
0: literally, you should actually like message our. Of Instagram because we all three of us have access to it and we can answer it right on there. So everyone who is following us on Instagram, you can see those answers. So yeah. we can continue this conversation. Also, we are in the works of making, building a community where we can all have access to each other as well. Yes, um, That's in the works. So be um, tuned to that and tuned to that or excited for that. Oh God. Or it's do, hard. Do the things. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we're going to finish up now. Um, so to follow me on Instagram, it's at Inclusively Hannah. If you want to follow me on um, Facebook, it's Hannah Gray. Also let me tell you about the podcast. It's at Gray Awakenings. Um, <laughs> we are also on all platforms. Um, and you can email us anytime at grayawakenings at gmail.com.
4: And you can find me on Instagram at Transpirational Healer and on Facebook at Adrian Gray.
3: You can find me on Instagram at not too taboo Amanda. Um, and then I'm on Facebook at Amanda Drew.
0: And Mike, I actually want you to like shout out what you do, like your business too, and let people know how they can access you because you made our awesome songs. So we want to shout that yeah, out. Yeah,
2: I make hip hop beats, ambient beats, R&B beats. I'm into music production. So I'm at on Instagram, it's the nihilist in me. And then I'm on Facebook as Mike Drew. So if you need music, I'm on SoundCloud as well. So if you need music for anything, let me know. Hit me up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Well, we love you all so much. Also, um, we do have a Patreon. So if you want to support us um, for as low as $2 a month, we would really, really appreciate that. It will allow us to do more with the podcast, give you more guests, all these different things. Um, So we really appreciate that. Please, as always, share us, like, review, All the things. um, And please just uh, word of mouth is everything to a small business. And that's what we are. So we love you so much. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.